0: You are such a geek. <laughs> geek. What is a
1: geek? No! What is a geek? What?
2: You're a Neo Maxi Zoom weebie.
1: What is a geek? Portals, motorhits, sluts, blood, weight big dweebie, dickheads, dickheads.
2: don't forget at one point I was just mouthing words and not speaking just
1: you luckily. little rascal <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: it made me laugh pretty hard
2: <laughs> oh goodness yeah that's, that's a
1: good that's a good bit
2: all right all right yeah it's tried you know tried and tested for it's the age. it's
0: a good bit also the the bit where you uh you know you pretend to freak
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah always a good one in this in this uh disconnected age
0: yeah yeah yeah
2: all right. Let's see. Well, how's it going with you, Mitch?
0: Uh good, man. Um, just it was today was my first day back at work in about ten days and I'd go tomorrow. Oh man. Nothing like uh going back to work and having a renewed hatred for your job.
2: <laughs> oh, don't tell me that. I don't want to hear well,
0: that. Well, I mean, you like what you do, so it's not bad. Sure you're enriching the youths the two youths doesn't mean i like it i uh, do uh, well that's good i mean i i don't know i i got i went back and my bosses were like hey we're going to st martin for a week so fuck off and i was like cool
2: cool see you. well yeah today's a special no episode it's it's episode 287
1: whoa that's that's, that's... like killing two cops
2: <laughs> cop plus one yeah. it's, uh 287 on the motherfucking broadcast block that's i right. am one of your hosts geeks matt oran
1: i'm jake
0: becker i'm the merc with a mouth mitch jones merc with the <laughs> mouth <laughs> uh
1: i pictured a merkin talking i don't know why i'm deadpool <laughs> a uh, speaking of which out of a muff.
0: yeah joker's merkin one of my favorite bits that we've ever done
2: on this yeah.
1: podcast
2: uh, oh the cod piece or the cod piece or the no, wig
1: yeah yeah cubes. yeah merkin's fake <clears throat> cube yes yes sorry i can't remember
0: <laughs> what episode that is but i'm pretty sure it's called you're merkin me crazy <laughs> yeah
2: <murking me> <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes me laugh every time <laughs> Uh, i was talking before we started recording i watched a movie with my family last night that was a modern pg-13 um but it was a little bit more risque it was more to the west of pg-13 i guess it was uh holmes and watson starring Will Farrell and
0: John C. Riley, right? John
2: C. Riley, yep. An Adam McKay and Will Farrell movie. Or is that redundant? I don't know. Uh
0: I mean it's it's an antiquate it's antiquated now because they don't work together anymore.
2: Right, right. But I'll tell you, it was panned pretty bad. It it got real bad reviews.
0: Oh yeah, it bombed real hard.
2: I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my my, my kids I don't know but my I enjoyed it because it was made for people like me. You know, if you like that silly uh Will Ferrell and John C. Riley humor, mostly cuz of John C. Riley, They had a musical number in it that was really funny and just perfect. Oh yeah. And they they do a really good job of all right. So, you know how Will Ferrell is always just a big idiot, right? I mean, they both are. They both are. John C. Riley was a big idiot (laughs) with with his doctor credentials. Um, Uh. And Sherlock was also, however, he was consistently Sherlock, which means that whatever he said as far as solving. Clue, you know, uh, uh, puzzles, clues, what have you. He was on point, so I thought it was a good mix, and I I enjoyed it. it Was it their best? No, I don't. I, I think Step Brothers might be. I'm not sure.
1: Can't really uh, beat Step Brothers, but no, St- Step Brothers is magic, uh, an accidental magic masterpiece.
0: Lightning in a bottle, as they yeah. say. But you know what? I I will say that I never gave this. Uh, it's just called Holmes or something, right,
2: Matt? No, I believe. I thought it
0: was called
1: Holmes. Sherlock and, and Watson or something. That's Holmes what it Watson. is.
2: Holmes and Watson.
1: <clears throat> well, yeah, I, d- that's I, what I was going to say. It was out against the BBC version and Robert Downey Jr.'s version.
0: See, that's I think I didn't go see it because I heard that it
2: was so critically panned. It was, yeah. But it was it was fun. It was fine. I thought, I thought Hugh Laurie. Was good in it. He had a brief role. Uh, Ray Fines was was fun. There was honestly those those two for me. It's all about John C. Riley. I I feel like John C. Riley is a very underrated star. I think that when he does comedy, he is at the top, and I think when he does drama, he is up there as well. I I I, I do. I I just like him.
0: Sometimes he does it in the same movie
1: with Dewey Cox, yeah, Dewey Cox is so good. That's one of the best movies of all Goddamn time,
2: <laughs> but I, I don't know if he's really a leading man. Mm. you think he's a... seen
1: Dewey Cox?
2: I don't know if I did walk hard. well, I think I did. I must have, yeah, I did. There's a scene where he sees guys doing drugs, and he's like, yeah, and he just does all these different drugs, kind of like
1: there's five of that scene,
2: yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I think I want it, yes. Yes. What are y'all doing in there? We're smoking marijuana, do we? You don't want no part of this. Turns yes. all your bad feelings into good feelings. Well, but but you know there are a lot of comedic actors that shouldn't have the lead lead role. I'm gonna go. I mean, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and 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 say, as funny as he is, Adam Sandler, unless it's one of his. Unless it's one of his specific goofy as fuck movies, he he's not the best as the lead actor. Now I didn't see uh, whatever the Stones was.
1: Yeah, but those aren't comedic. I like. I get what you. Mean. I don't think he'd be able to like pull off somebody else's comedy vision.
0: You mean Uncut Gems? Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't watch. Oh, that wasn't a comedy at all. No, <laughs> Unless I, I you don't. like, it's an unintentional comedy
1: right. where he says shit like, "Holy shit, I'm gonna come." The basketball one's kind of funny.
2: Was that one? Oh, uh, the, the, the coach—the
1: newer one he did. Yeah.
2: yeah, he's a coach for this African kid and 76ers. Not a coach. Um, a, a recruit, a scouter, scout, recruiter. One of those. And then he yeah, becomes a, an
1: agent. Yeah, he's a he's a scout recruiter. Yeah, then, uh, yeah, yeah. It uh, uh, maybe it's kind of a true story.
2: Maybe he's changed it up a bit, but you know, I, I don't say it with disrespect. I no, I I agree
1: with you. I think like- John C. Riley can serve other people's visions. I think Adam Sandler, if he's doing comedy kind of has to be like his brand of,
2: yes. or otherwise he
1: <laughs> like, can't do it.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't <laughs> think he'd be great in ensemble that he wasn't the, the creative and star of, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was, it was a good movie. It, it, I, I know it was a bad movie, but it was fun. It was fun. Uh,
1: John C. Riley can also fucking sing.
2: They both can,
1: like real hard. Yeah, I've seen him sing at the Largo. He can sing his ass off. That is, I he is don't like I said, top five he, singers I've ever seen.
2: Very underrated, hey, boats and Hosts. Very underrated, uh, I, I would say. And I don't even boats know. And hosts. <laughs> Prestige worldwide. He he can do it. I, I dig him.
1: Nachos and lemon heads are my dad's boot. Karaoke and roll. I can uh, see what
0: you're saying, that he works better as, like, uh, the friend or whatever.
2: He's like the icing on the cake. Like, the cake he, is the thing that you're getting, but it would be incomplete without the icing.
1: Yeah, and he can, like, be a good foil to a lot of different energies. Like, and he's never playing the straight man, really. I guess in that one movie where he's, like, the stepdad to Jonah Hill, he's kind of the straight man. What movie's that? Oh god! You guys don't remember that one? He's the stepdad of Jonah Hill, and Jonah Hill's trying to like break the marriage up.
0: No. Oh, like kind
1: shit. of a creepy, dark comedy. Shit! Okay. Is, is that the talking? one where he's the babysitter? No, it's yeah, around the same one, time though.
2: Is there one where like there's a, we got to talk about Peter or Kevin?
1: Yeah, that might be. It. About,
2: is that it? I don't. I don't know. I didn't see it. I'm pulling it
1: up. Um, We're random off topic. But- it's called Cyrus
2: oh okay never saw it i don't know and what it's the, about if a it's... middle-aged
1: mo- mother and a single man meet at a party and start up a small relationship and then he has to meet the kid Good. it's a mark and j- it's a j and mark duplass movie it's like a weird okay
2: i like those guys
1: modern. yeah you'd, you'd like it it's a good movie but it's one of the few times john c reilly's playing more of a typical straight man than like a foil
2: all right. What were you going to say, Mitch?
0: Oh, I was going to say, I don't know if it just speaks to what my uh, algorithm is, but when I Google Jonah Hill, the first thing that comes up is his page on the Simpsons wiki for whatever yeah. fucking reason.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's definitely your algorithm, homeboy. <laughs> Let me see what comes up if I Google Jonah Hill. Yeah, I don't know why, but yeah. The first thing that comes up for a normal normal Google search is his IMDB and then all the news stories about him changing his name.
0: Wow, fuck. I guess a big brother is watching me. Well, they know that I'm a Simpsons-aholic. I
2: have a, I have a whole mix of stuff that's going on here. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know. I get this weird new look because I do a Google search and I get some of his pictures and then some IMDb listing his age, height, about. Hmm. Some weird shit. Yeah, I, I never saw Cyrus. I, I haven't seen all his movies, but he looks like he's been acting since 88 at least
1: yeah but he yeah. was he wasn't really in comedies till he got with uh will and those guys
2: right
0: yeah that's... he was that weirdo in uh boogie nights he was uh
1: perfect storm
2: no know,
0: yeah. uh in 40 year old virgin where he just wanted to buy the boots at the, the up uh the ebay store oh yeah and then she's like you have to go online and buy them it's like i i want to just buy them now
2: I'm in the store, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but before he got into doing comedies, he was in like *Casualties of War* and *The Aviator* and *The Thin Red Line* and *For the Love of the Game* and he was *Dark also Water*. Being, uh,
2: Above the Law with Steven Seagal.
1: Yeah, he's been in, like he was in a lot of serious movies. He was having a good career. And we're no serious, dramatic character actor. And then the fact that like, he probably just smoked dope with the right people at a party and had a good time. And they were like, man, we want you to come play with us on our 40 year old virgin set. And then like Adam Scott, Adam Scott doing Step Brothers was like him desperate for a paycheck.
2: Oh, but, but he was he, great in it.
1: Yeah, but all he'd done up to that point was like teen dramas and shit. Like he wasn't a funny dude and he oh. leaned on something completely new mm. and then totally changed his life overnight.
2: Well... It was good.
0: I don't know, I, man. I Wikipedia says he hasn't, uh, he hasn't been act. He didn't, he's only was, he was activated. I guess you would say in 2004, not 1988. John oh. Riley. No, Jonah Hill. Oh. No,
1: we're talking about John C. Riley dog. Oh, well, fuck. I'm stupid. Sorry. It's okay. Yeah, no, Jonah Hill's like barely older than us. He would have been a, a child in nineteen eighty eight. That's
0: what I'm saying. Like he was in that <laughs> he was in that war movie.
1: <laughs> what was he no. a dead kid? Uh- no, John C. Riley was in all those movies. All right, I'm going to Google
0: John C. Riley and see if his Simpsons fucking wiki comes up real quick.
1: <laughs> There's this movie that's coming up called Hard Eight that I've never seen. That's Philip Baker Hall, him, Samuel L. Jackson, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Philip Seymour Hoffman. What and it's got a seven point two out of ten on IMDb. Professional gambler Sydney teaches John the tricks of the trade. So Philip Baker Hall and him are the leads. I want to fucking see this.
0: Philip Baker Hall. That's the guy who was like the library detective on Seinfeld.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh,
0: and other things in his illustrious career. But that was the first poll that I could get. When this is ninety six.
1: That was the only one I was going to confidently say yes to, Mitch. (laughs) (laughs)
0: okay i was gonna say casualties of war came out in 89 jonah hill would have been one year old that's fucking crazy bro
1: uh, it makes me feel better about how i look to know that me and jonah hill are the same age (laughs) <laughs> that hardly ever happens with famous people
2: this has a really good cast
1: yeah i know i can't believe i've never heard of this hmm.
2: what do you think about philip Seymour hoffman
1: i think he couldn't handle his high oh. no i think i think he was a good actor i liked i liked him in almost everything i ever saw him i haven't seen his whole body of work but
2: oh, yeah sure i mean he was it's... great he was great in both boogie nights and uh big lebowski
1: fantastic in lebowski dude dude what about uh, Mission Impossible 3? Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm going to hurt her.
0: <laughs> I just think about Kevin Smith when if I fucking think about Mission Impossible th- 3, Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> well, yeah, was in, pretty... in Boogie Nights, too?
1: Yeah. He was Dirk
0: Diggler.
2: Uh, I'm Mark just Walton. kidding. That
0: was
1: Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah. That was old fake Dick Rick. Fake Dick Rick. Yeah,
2: prosthetic penis. Yeah. Yeah, he played the guy. He was like, movie. not a fluffer, but he was, what was he? He was, I don't know. He was in the scene and he had a crush on on
1: Dirk. He was the, the stunt cock. Philip, Philip, Baker, Philip Baker Hall's in that too, isn't he? Oh, oh.
2: I don't know. I, don't I feel
1: know. like he is. Yeah, he is in Boogie
2: Nights. Huh, interesting. They're all in bed together.
1: Mm, it's all connected. This is all part of the simulation. Well, they were all probably part of the same kind of like indie team. Back Groundlings-esque. Back. Because those two movies are within a year of each other. Oh yeah, Thomas Jane. I forgot he's in it. Thomas Jane, The Punisher. Yeah, he's in Boogie night as uh, what's Todd Parker? Oh,
2: and,
0: and then he went on to famously start his own big dick related show, Hung
1: on oh, HBO.
2: Sh- shit uh jonah hill was in i heart huckabees that was his first movie
1: <laughs> it would have been so funny if he said boogie nights when he was nine <laughs> <laughs> little dirk they were all in it he was the prosthetic penis they were like get us that showed we're gonna <laughs> him dude that's how he booked fucking 40 year old virgin he was the fake
0: dick in uh boogie nights
2: Jonah Hill. <laughs> yeah, Jonah Hill.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh God.
2: Do you think he was the stunt double then in uh The Watchmen when, when Dr. Manhattan was all up in the screen with the big blue schlong?
1: <laughs> they just painted Jonah blue. He thought he was playing nightcrawler. <laughs> <laughs>
2: For (laughs) some reason.
1: Oh, it's hilarious. He's kind of a chode. I like Jonah and most things he's in too. But from what I can tell about him personally, I think he's kind of a insecure douche. Yeah,
2: that's what it I've I've read different things, but you know, I'm just reading what other people are saying about him, so who knows?
1: That's what I mean. Even just watching him represent himself, he comes across as somebody who's real he's got the energy of like a fifteen year old kid in public and he's 34 with all the money god could give you. Yeah. like I don't know man, find yourself.
2: You, you know who seems and he might not be. He, he seems kind of cool. It'd be somebody he seems oh, kind of weird as well. Uh well, two people. I was I was thinking of Elijah Wood and uh Toby Maguire.
1: Yeah, they both seem cool. Toby Maguire's been party to shit that's like legendarily buried so we'll never see it in Hollywood
2: yeah hanging out with like leonardo and and stuff that
1: movie they made where they were physically assaulting women oh no they both made a movie when they were younger that's like buried that we'll never see what they've tried to like find copies of it for uh court case research Uh,
0: what's this called
1: i don't remember but i know that like i think toby's probably grown into a pretty cool dude but i know when he was a teenager he was like and uh like a special top shelf piece of shit
0: oh so he was more like a uh he was like bad peter parker he was yeah. like bully Maguire.
1: yeah like he, reading all about that kind of changed my opinion of him and leo because i think leo's a fantastic actor but i don't think i'd ever want to hang out with him and the way he like like i don't think there's anything wrong with him dating 22 year olds but the fact that he's always dating a 22 year old seems kind of weird
2: he's like winter bear from Days and confused. Yeah. I keep getting... <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I keep getting older. Yeah. I keep staying the same age.
1: That's what I mean, though. It's not even really the age thing to me. Is that it's like, oh, you date someone for a year and a half and then dump them, and that's just like your process in life. You're, you've got to be a kind of weird piece of trash for that to be how you get by for forty years.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't even know if I would. I don't know how I feel about Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, I like his movies, and I'm not sure if I like him because it's him. I, 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 I don't know. What kind of range he has as an actor? Now, have I enjoyed him in roles? I have very much. But let's be honest, he's the same. Like you love Jack Nicholson, but he's always Jack Nicholson. So if you like Jack Nicholson, you're going to like him in whatever he's in.
1: Yeah, Jim Carrey. That's, that's fair. There's a yeah, the new nu- the nuance air. is small. I think Jim Carrey's better than the other two. Jim Carrey uh, actually can pull uh, off some shit.
2: I'm not. A, I'm not usually a fan of his 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 movies, but. There are a few I have enjoyed his non-comedy movies.
1: Yeah, The Majestic.
2: Well, I was thinking Truman of Show, Eternal Sunshine.
1: Yeah, but Truman Show, he's still kind of doing yeah. his thing with like a layer of emotion on it. Like he's still being a little slapsticky and rowing the boat into the wall. And-
2: liar, liar was was kind of funny. But still,
1: Liar Liarsberry. What about
0: his most dramatic role to date, Dr. Ivo Robotnik in Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog
1: 2? Pretty solid role. It is really good. I like it. I like it better than Netflix's version and the new Sonic that Mitch and I are watching.
0: Oh shit, dude! I finished it, and when it when it got to the end of episode eight, and they it started trying to play a different show, I was like, I I totally did a Cleveland. I was like, now, 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 now. What oh man,
2: cle-
0: <laughs> I think I'm on three or four, dude. I finished it. I loved it. I fucking hey. was so good.
2: Hey, Matt, you seen this? Heard about this? <laughs> what? Yeah, What show, the Sonic, Sonic Prime. Oh no, I haven't seen any of the Sonic stuff. Maybe it's an body. animated
1: show on okay. Netflix, and they really only promote it if you click on the kids window,
0: or if you algorithmically alter yourself so that Sonic things are all up in your business.
1: Okay, because okay. it won't, it like won't show it to me on my homepage at all even Mm. though i watch all the animated things and kids movies on my normal account i open the kids one because just every once in a while they're hiding treasure in there and immediately it was like sonic prime 2022 what is this business
2: i've been messing around with that trivia verse on netflix it's pretty cool was
1: this a game
2: yeah it's interactive yeah you get three minutes three rounds of one minute each and They give you scores, and then they have the, well, it's kind of like a a shame ranking. Like, uh, well, you know, if you don't score too well, we're going to shame you with this.
1: How Catholic of you, (laughs) Matt.
2: And then, so I got to 4,000, which is pretty solid, Um, but I, I can't i haven't been able to get past it because it's just i need that time there to read
1: it netflix is keeping their interactive function off of apple tv for some reason so Mm, i can't use it on my main way i watch netflix and i'm not going to like open a tv to watch or open my computer to watch netflix
2: it's it's fucking dope you could though you could put it on your computer and and uh cast it to the tv and do it that way so, I know.
1: I haven't even done the the cat one that Ron Babcock got I'm I'm nominated for uh Emmy for. It's fun.
0: It's uh, well, and then like there's the uh isn't there a Black Mirror or there's like something that's Black Mirror that's yeah, a choose there a your black, own adventure. It was oh. a
1: Black Mirror special and it's about these guys making a video game i've done that one mm. it's really good so this what
0: this trivia so does this trivia one have like a no storyline or is it mostly just a game it's just, just a, game. a game
2: it just gives you random questions and you point in the direction of the answer with your remote and and then it says oh uh, maybe it's too easy i'll make it harder in the second round and then it gives you another minute and you do a bunch of questions. It's like, all right, now you're in the final round. Let's see how you do. And you do a third round of one minute. And then they tell your story.
1: Yeah. And they've got that, the cartoon about the cat, where it's a story where you choose things. They have therapy sessions where you choose things. And then they have that black mirror. And that's like it so far. Mm.
0: So what happens if you do badly in the trivia one? Does it be like, we know you're sharing your password to your Netflix account. The FBI is on its fucking way to your house.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're busted, buddy. We only let the smartest people steal from us.
2: <laughs>
1: That's cool. Shit.
0: What's it called? Trivium? Triviaverse.
1: Trivia verse. Triviaverse.
2: Yeah, it's kind of it's crazy. Uh and then I, I don't feel like they advertise it.
1: They it's push funny. it hard on me, knowing goddamn well that I can't play it on the app they're showing it to me on. Well
2: now they do. Oh, I wonder if they do that purposely. Like if they have some sort of a thing that says if uh, the user uses apple tv then show this ad
1: i bet they do because they, they put it at flawed. the top of my feed all the time and they do it with the therapy ones too. which that might just be because of the volume of things i watch where they're like you obviously need help here
2: <laughs>
0: i going to have to try this out oh it's the great i since i have no more
1: sonic episodes to watch <sighs> yeah. i got into a new old show Actually, Mitch, go watch the fucking South Side, you mother's son.
2: South Side. It's so good, Mitch. Well, I
1: might have to because I watched all
0: the Sonic Primes, which uh, real quick before we move on from that, uh, it's it's really awesome if you're super into Sonic. If you're more casual, it's probably not your thing.
1: I think it's good for casual viewers, too, because it doesn't rely on you knowing much. Right.
0: But there are some things that are like,
1: uh, you know. Callbacks, Easter eggs, big shout outs to the games and previous cartoons. Have you
0: got to the one with the jungle yet?
1: Where he goes Uh, to the jungle verse? No.
0: Okay, I think that's like four, maybe.
1: Then maybe I just finished three. I got through him and Shadow, like... Cause the first couple are like weird Tarantino stories.
0: Yeah. Where they keep going back and
1: forth. There's a lot of that,
0: but uh, he's in the, like the dystopian, like robot robotropolis. And then uh, he, he did you get to the part where him and nine, they find the, the shard and he touches it.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, and gets all wonky. Yeah. He gets
0: all wonky and he goes into a different universe. Right. So he goes into this jungle verse and he go he lands in some spiny bushes and then when he pulls one of the spiny like pokies out of him they play the the sound effect from when you land on spikes in the video game. That's dope. So, yeah. Um but yeah, I will watch Southside. Uh watch Sonic Prime. That's on my recommendation list for this week. It's, it's only on 8
1: episodes. Too. What'd you say? I said it's on mine too. Nice. Nice. I like pirate knuckles. Yeah, but you haven't got like, to that part yet. I haven't, but I, I, I saw him in I think the trailer at the beginning before I decided to watch it. Yeah.
0: Oh, and the pirate version of Tales has the best name ever. I'm not going to tell you; just you'll have to find it out.
1: uh The nine um, thing was pretty fun. Yeah.
2: oh sorry
0: matt's gasping what's he what are you what are you gasping about
2: so i i just looking at uh jeremy renner
0: Mm, oh god yeah that's right he went. he he went to go help us so he's a snowplow enthusiast or something and and i don't know if he's training for a role or if he just genuinely gets off on this but the story is that he went to go help a stranded motorist and he anton yelchin himself with his own
1: fucking yep it's
2: no called flower. a piston bully. The it's piston a, bully. It's a snowplow or a snowcat uh, weighing at least fourteen thousand pounds. Good
1: God! That's almost That's almost. That's a little under three of my Buicks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? He fucking. He was helping this motorist, and then he ran over himself with family his own family member.
2: Had gotten stuck in the snow near his home, so he retrieved his his equipment to go get the family member out um and when he got out of it and it noticed it was starting to roll so he in an effort to stop it he attempted to get back into the driver's seat and got run over oh
0: fuck why didn't he just shoot an arrow into the tires
2: (sighs) but you know what dude he got run over by Seven tons.
0: That's Eddie, fucking crazy. He's
2: sending selfies. Yeah, he is, he is a superhero.
0: He has blunt force trauma to his chest, which is yeah. not good. He had to go undergo surgery for that, right? Yeah, yeah,
2: man. Yeah. He'll heal. He has super healing, I guess.
1: I watched a UPS truck run over Thea Rubley, and she got right up. In real yeah. life? Yeah, in real life. Who's there Thea the Chick I went to high school with, but in junior high, the UPS truck like kind of nicked her, and then she fell down, and then it ran over her legs, and the guy like didn't feel it that was driving while all of us were freaking out in front of the junior high. <laughs> and we were like are you okay and she like jumped up like i'm fine and we were like i don't think you should be jumping up and she was fine oh shit. All i'm that's saying crazy. is jeremy renner is pretty cool but he also did all those terrible things that disney buried so he wouldn't get fired or canceled hey, yeah I'm, that-
2: I'm not saying he's a great i'm just saying he's he's superpowers that's all i said
1: <laughs> yeah this also could be a bunch of karma for having a corporation pay off your social debt what do you do you like put
0: a gun in some lady's in his ex-girlfriend's mouth
1: we are his wife i think it was his his wife's -wife's ex-wife and then told her he was going to kill her and then like locked her in a room for a certain amount of time
0: He shot an arrow with a key on it into the lock and locked it from the outside.
1: It was something there that either of us did, Mitch. We still wouldn't be allowed back on the podcast because you can't have computers in those kind of cells. Jesus.
0: Well, yeah, not to make
1: light of that situation at all. That's clearly a very serious matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they Brian Singer did his ass. They made that shit disappear in like one news cycle.
2: Yeah, I remember it. I remember it going away. It seems Brian
1: Singer's the worst one.
2: He's the X Men director, right?
1: Yeah, they got caught with like thirteen year old boys at that sex party right before the first X Men came out, and they buried it. I didn't
2: know he was ordained.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he, he might as well be. Fox didn't even make him switch churches. He just kept putting out X Men movies. He probably got until he
0: until he. Sluffed uh the third one on to brett ratner who is a person of well refute uh, no ill
1: refute i'm just kidding fuck brett ratner yeah yeah <laughs> to see his shit but yeah outside did you finish it matt
2: uh no not okay. yet but i will oh yes
1: the last Enjoy. the last episode is like another one of the weird fant- fantastical ones okay it's got a little bit more of a fantasy element to it than a lot of the other it's so fucking funny
2: bitch it's a really fun show i think you would enjoy it
0: i don't doubt it it's just every time i go to i'm i'm very distracted by shiny things so i'm like oh sonic (laughs)
1: it's it's one of the few comedies where the characters are so well planned out ahead of time that it gets better on a rewatch because you have episodes where you follow a certain character the whole time. So then when it goes, when you go back to an earlier one where they have like a little three second bit, it's 10 times as funny because you know who they are now. Okay. I mean, you were right about this fool. This, I think this is a smarter, they're pulling off a trickier trick on Southside. I think they're doing like, like the way the creators described it, where they said they're trying to do a live action Simpsons where all of these characters have, full-fledged existence but they're all just in town and the story can follow whoever but these people are all interesting character maniac cartoon versions of human beings is like a trickier thing to pull off than this fool having one or two guys being cartoons of themselves and everyone else being the straight man like the the south Southside is real weird what they're doing compared to other TV.
0: Okay. Well, still, you were right about that. I'm going to have to watch it.
1: Uh, there was
0: a new Quantum Leap. I was going to text you but I
1: forgot. We were just talking about it before we started recording. Oh shit. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I'm watching it right after the episode when nice. I get ready I'm- for bed.
0: I'm going to watch that too. Uh, did you guys mm, fuck I can't remember what I was gonna say. Nope, lost it. Never mind. It.
2: All right. Well, trying to find sh- another family friendly show. Have have you guys watched the lock and key show that was on Netflix? Is that what it was called? Yeah, I
1: watched you, the first two seasons. Okay, yeah. I haven't was that seen two the last seasons? One. No, they did a third and final one that I haven't watched yet. You can watch that with the girls. It's like a dark mystery. They took out all the shit from the books that wouldn't make it not family friendly. The mom well, doesn't it, get raped at the beginning.
2: I'm looking at the parent, uh, the parent's guide. Oh, wait a minute. She does, but they don't show it, right? Like no, They show the guys a, show up.
1: No, she doesn't get raped in this one. It's like a beating.
2: Got it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that kid yeah. comes with his... With his buddy and the kill, the dad. I read the comics, a couple of
1: them. Yeah, because in the comics, it kind of makes sense why the mom becomes like a dissociative drunk right. after she's been violently raped. But in this one, it's like the dad gets beat up and then she becomes a really shitty mom overnight, mm-hmm. which still makes sense. But it's not as empathy. Like you, you don't feel as much empathy or sympathy for her.
2: Right, which is an you're interesting like, point.
1: You're just kind of but I can see why they left it out. And I think it yeah, was a good idea because it is approachable for your family now. Whereas if it opened with a rape, it wouldn't be.
2: Uh, there is sex and nudity, and, and the only reason why I avoid it is just because they're kind of young to fully understand the notions of what's happening. One of them is at least. Yeah. I don't mind There's the violence or the profanity. It says here in the parents' guide, it says uh four. Four uh, Scenes of it or huh. occasions where it happens. Mild teens are ma- shown making out. No, that's nothing. Teenage girl and bra, I don't care. First two episodes both had sex scenes that got interrupted before anything happens, but you could see them passionately making out. Ah,
1: whatever, then. That's care. what I was going to say. I was going to say, unless it's in the third season, I really don't think it gets that juicy in any kind of way.
2: And I don't have a problem with the nudity <clears throat> as much as the applied nudity.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think I watched the second season of this. I I did and it was good too. I just had a I, there was something a bunch of other stuff came out that was good when the third season came out and it wasn't reviewed as well and I just kind of keep putting it off and now it's far enough on my list that I never think of it. Mm.
0: Well, you know Matt, what's a good family-friendly thing to watch with the girls
2: is Sonic Prime on Netflix. Huh? Oh, Netflix. All right.
1: Hasn't shown up
2: in my algorithm.
1: It won't. You got to go to the kids' one.
2: Well, we do watch a variety of things on mine, but...
1: (laughs) I do too. That's what I mean. I don't know why they wouldn't have shown it to me when it came out, because I imagine it's been out for a minute.
2: Right. Well, all right. I'll check it out. What is it, about eight episodes, you said?
0: Eight episodes. I think the first one's maybe more like close to 45 minutes, but the other ones are Twenty-two minutes ish. I think the first one's
1: like an hour. Oh fuck! Well, and then the rest. But yeah, the other rest are normal half-hour TV shows. Hmm.
0: I right don't. Um, shit. I I really keep failing when I'm gonna like I'm gonna watch Doom Patrol and then I don't.
1: Um, Same. I haven't watched the newest episode
0: I just keep watching these documentaries on YouTube from the gaming historian like I watched the story of Super
1: Mario World and how that, that came one. to be that one's real nuts how they were working on it while they were working on super Mario three. So.
0: Yeah. It was really cool, man. And like, it's, it's really well done for a YouTube documentary. And yeah. What is
2: it called again? Cause I watched the super Mario three with you, Jake.
0: Yeah. What is the uh,
2: series yeah.
1: called again?
0: A gaming historian. Yeah. Watch that. And then the, the one about super Mario world is like an hour and a half long.
1: Oh. A bunch of them are. A lot of the Nintendo ones are longer because I think Nintendo's more free with the history of what they've done.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I, I scrolled through the list and I wanted to. I watched the Mario World one, um, the Mario Kart one, and then I was watching yeah. the Mario Three one when you guys were like, "Hey, are we recording tonight?" And I was like, "Oh, fuck." Um, then the rest <laughs> of them I didn't really. They didn't really tickle my fancies.
1: I would agree, but I've let him play, and just because it's him and the way he gives the information, you still—it's like uh, it's like how it's made. You don't have to care about the thing that's getting made to be like, "Well, that's that's pretty cool."
0: Fair enough. I mean, I really like their documentarian style. Ship—is that a way to say it?
1: <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say yes.
0: I like their documentarian shipness. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's he's mad professional for somebody who it seems has no reason to be
0: see that's the kind of shit i would do if i wasn't such a lazy piece of shit and then that guy's
1: that guy's the kind of guy that's got to be putting in like 25 hours a week on that shit oh for sure and it shows yeah sp- that that's like a crazy commitment that's like quit quit your day job or quit comedy like you're not gonna be able to sustain all three
0: yeah i'm just gonna stay home post whole on for my day job and then i'm gonna fucking work on mario documentaries at night
1: do we need to and- start posting whole for money is that where we're at I'm yeah i mean who, i've never seen it uh only fans <laughs> wait no i wasn't even telling a joke wait wait, wait who's the host
0: ask who the host of gaming historian is yeah oh
1: i thought he when we were Jake's to butthole. It, are we gonna make money posting hole and then he goes who's the host of it and i was like come on man there's only one name in the game
2: that's fair that's, <laughs> that's fair norman caruso yeah,
1: yeah dude and he's fucking great. It is really better production quality than it deserves being. There's another guy I follow who's got similar levels of production style called The Y Files, W-H-Y. And he covers like conspiracy theories and unknowns and stuff like that or cool cryptids or ghost stories. But I like what he does because he does like the first three quarters of it the way every YouTuber or history channel producer does it where they present it as absolute truth. And then he spends like the back quarter to third being like, and here's what we know about these people. This person's a verified liar and made all this money selling books off of it immediately and like will tell you like what's up. But it makes it better because every once in a while he has one where he gets to the end and he's like, I don't have any bullshit to call on anyone on this one. And it creeps me out. So I, I list, like him a lot.
2: They list Norman Caruso's net worth at 5 million.
0: Uh, do you know how many butthole videos you'd have to make to sh- make $5 million?
1: Yeah, we've gone over it, though. That shit's so inaccurate. I don't know. Oh,
0: uh, shit.
1: Something I watched
0: recently that was worth a go a uh, little unknown show called the simpsons
1: oh.
0: <laughs> um their most recent episode was in the it, kind of relating to what we were just talking to uh, uh talking about was uh it's a it's a show about the simpsons having a viral video but it's told through a it's someone like clicking through a bunch of videos on youtube trying to piece together the story of what happened and why mm-hmm. And it goes to all the different characters of of Springfield having their own like uh, podcast or like web vlog. It's it's really right. good. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think I was going to like it, but it's really good. It feels like a spiritual successor to the the like quintessential episode 22 short films about Springfield. Cool. we like nice. like uh Patty and Selma have a ASMR channel <laughs> and and uh yeah. Moe and Lenny and Carl ha- they have like a Joe Rogan type show and like okay. you see it like the like the the videos minimize and then it like the, you see that it's like a computer screen but the mouse moves over to like the related videos and clicks on one and then it's like martin prince or whatever it's a really good episode man yeah, guys I'll i guess it's that just, out.
2: yeah what season
1: the most recent one 34
2: okay, okay. all right i'll have to check that out because i
1: Simpsons is as old as me it's so easy to keep track of <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Jake, you are the Simpsons' uh, Dorian
1: Gray painting. Yeah, how weird is it going to be when I die that it just gets canceled that day? Yeah, in season 75.
2: We should make a movie about that. Like a short about how when they announce that uh the simpsons is going to end we'll just start filming jake's life we'll make a satire of it as if he's going to die the day or the at least the year that they go out of business
1: i just come down with tuberculosis and go out like doc holiday just coughing up (laughs) plums of blood no
2: we'll have have, that'll (laughs) be i wonder what episode of broadcast geeks that'll be but we'll we'll have to do the video for our patreon
1: i don't think they're going to go much past this newest contract i think matt Grining just wanted to beat the record Uh, for most tv episodes of all time
2: oh i'm not ready to end the podcast jake can't no one's
1: gonna beat it well you know seth mcfarlane might no he won't yeah you're right he won't (laughs) you think there's another 17 years left in fox network not American. (laughs) not family guy but like (laughs) in broadcast tv you think we got another 20 years who knows man it's endured crazier shit so
2: have it i don't think he's tired i think he still enjoys doing it seth
1: matt what you mean matter or, or seth
2: oh, i was talking about seth
1: okay yeah i think you're Matt is totally like disconnected from the whole thing.
2: Oh, yeah. right. I like
1: there's
0: all those uh episodes. Like, there's one family guy where they mentioned that American Dad got picked up for another like couple seasons, and as Peter Griffin, Seth MacFarlane's just like, When will I get a vacation? <laughs> uh, and then there's yeah, another joke, guy. there's another joke where they're like, Uh. And they're like, we now return to the Orville on Vox, and Peter Griffin shoots the TV with a gun and <laughs> C- Chris asks him why he hates the Orville so much. And Peter turns to him and then he has a completely different voice. He's like, because it makes me not be able to work on family guy as much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was a good bit. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh,
0: I love it. Oh, I, f- I finally it. watched the guardians of the galaxy holiday special.
2: Oh and yeah,
0: it was good. I mean it was fun. It was definitely a Christmas special. There was no like multiple holidays about it. Right. No.
2: Well, it was a Peter, it was a Peter Quill story. Right. right. And and he loved Christmas. So it really was about finding the best gift during this season for that person. And Kevin Bacon was that gift.
0: (laughs) I did like how Drax and Mantis uh they fucking went and got drunk at that club. (laughs) yeah it made me appreciate them as like a comedic duo yeah after not really more of that after not really giving a shit about mantis that much in guardians two and then wherever she popped up in the avengers movies i thought it was funny that she had like a big crush on steve rogers she went to go hug that guy that was playing him on the the, in front of the hollywood walk of fame
1: (laughs) yeah and
0: yeah also did you notice that on the map to all the stars homes before they got to kevin bacon it was like all the james gunn favorites it was like margot robbie john cena uh others no, was this... it david
2: hasselhoff
1: <laughs> yeah hasselhoff was on there nice. uh there were a couple other pretty good ones i forget now i paused on it when it happened though and left
2: it was fun i i enjoyed watching it yeah i'll, I'll tell you what also uh before we finish here i watched glass onion did i did i talk about that already I don't think so. I haven't seen Knives Out. You don't need to.
1: You don't uh, need to.
2: To see it. However, Knives Out is a great film. I fucking love it. I if think you Knives don't, Out it's, is
1: probably better. I would. Hmm. I think the mystery is better. I don't know that the movie is better, but the, the mystery in it is Absolutely. A better twist.
2: the way the Yes, the, the twist of Knives Out I found to be. I, I, I enjoyed Knives Out more. However, Glass Onion was fun. It had a clue feel to it. And Daniel Craig as the detective is is really fun and wonderful.
1: Yeah, him playing a flamboyantly gay southerner.
2: There's a scene early on where he's doing a zoom call with other like we are
0: now. yeah, yeah. We, like we he's just like
2: us with other uh detectives and mystery writers uh, for example, he he's got his his zoom window and there's a, a, a Angela Lansbury. <laughs> uh and, and, and these y. two P. these two other people yeah right and i forgot who they were but it was fun you know he was he was doing i don't know what he was doing with them oh they were playing a game of some sort and he's in the bathtub and um <laughs> it, it's got a good set of cameos it's a fun movie it's a fun yeah movie. i enjoyed it, it a lot is knives out fine in it wait is is knives out
0: so knives out was like a theatrically released movie yeah. And then do you think that they kind of knee-capped Glass Onion by by uh cuz Glass Onion was out in like it, I know Knives Out was like a box office success and everyone was having a good time with it. But then um they put out Glass Onion for like a week and then they put it on Netflix and then I heard that Ryan Johnson was kind of pissed off that they added the subtitle of a Knives Out Mystery to the glass onion
1: hmm. well uh mm. they didn't want to make any more of the movie at the studio that did the last one because ryan johnson has like four or five of these ready to go and nice. he got He's... the option around other people and netflix picked it up and they put it in a the theater for a week so that they can enter it in the oh
0: uh, okay
1: all right but as far as him being mad that they called it a knives out Story. i mean that's kind of how you sold the company to buy three movies side on the scene so right i don't know i mean this could
0: i i definitely didn't read that article so it could have just been like him making some offhanded remark and then some journalist needing to fill a thousand words was like brian johnson says he hates the, the subtitle click yeah. here
1: because i know it was like kind of a hail mary to just keep making this character that he loves yeah well since he's
0: not doing any star wars movies anytime soon
1: well good it came out that he absolutely went in there trying to fucking derail the the plan by making the best one of the new trilogy well i mean it's easy to be the best one when the first one's a setup and then you derail it and then somebody has to come in and fucking finish the story (laughs) that's a good knives out mystery it really did it came out that he like totally went against what he was told to do really yeah it was the this like a
0: recent development
1: is like in the last several months it's all come out but yeah ray was gonna be obi-wan's daughter like there was like a whole plan that he derailed and then they had to like move quick to figure out how they were gonna pick up the pieces
0: and they went with suddenly Pal- somehow palpatine returned
1: yeah i mean, I mean yeah, yeah. I just don't I don't think he's as cool of a guy hearing about that stuff like oh so you just went in there and didn't give a fuck what you were hired to do you just did your own thing in hmm. one of the most collaborative systems that you could like ask for a job in
0: yeah but also jj abrams also went on play on record being like we didn't have a plan for the
1: whole trilogy yeah which is not a good fucking look yeah but that's i think part of all this coming out was that they did have a plan
2: yeah i i wonder if somebody will release a memoir or a diary telling all the shit that went down over there when they were moving people around i i don't know i thought the the last Star Wars movies, they were all right. I think I got burnout just because of how shitty the Skywalkers really are. And after a while, you just, I I can't keep up keeping up with the Skywalkers. You know, that's what it felt like.
0: Space Kardashians. (laughs) Keeping up with the Skywalkers.
2: Yeah. I I don't know. So I'm not sure how, how they could have changed the story much from anything better. Although I, 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 I guess there are a lot of ways it could have been better, but they they had a track record of just cowtown to the skywalkers.
0: Shit. Yeah, what a hell of a can of worms to open up right when we were winding down. Yeah, <laughs> hey guys, let's fight about the sequel
1: trilogy to Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> It's- no, I think one of us would have to care about it for it to be a fight. Ooh. Well, that's true. Um,
0: paging in not live is Nate Balding with his uh, take that Rise of Skywalker was the best one. Nate, I'm just kidding. He's not on the line. Oh, I got super excited. <laughs>
1: I looked over. I did too. I was like, whoa,
0: how did he know? <laughs> his spidey sense was tingling. <laughs> uh, or should I say his fighty sense was tingling?
2: Hmm. <laughs> Could
0: have, I oh it's weird too that after last episode where we talked about this i've been seeing a lot of discourse about who's the best wrestler turn actor mm-hmm. the uh the internet seems to think that it's dave batista over our boy john cena who follows me on twitter and no big deal i mean yeah, he also yeah. follows on, a, on like 500 000 other people so it's whatever but out like i'm the, just saying we're best friends that love him you're in the elite <laughs> yeah me and john cena i'm gonna be in the second season of Peacemaker.
1: Oh, dude, that'd be that'd rad. Be you he's play so Ag's awesome. way cooler brother.
0: Yeah, the actual instead of dye beard, I'll be paste beard because it looks like my beard is glued onto my face.
2: Now, what oh, measure yeah, but, are they using? Are they are they using at earnings?
0: I don't know. I think they're just saying that he was so good in uh, uh, Glass Onion that he, which is weird because last episode when we talked about it, you seemed to say that he wasn't that good in Glass Onion. He's, yeah, he's really
1: not. He's not. He's not.
0: I
2: mean, he's
1: not he's terrible. Yeah, he serves the purpose he's there for, but it's he's not the least
2: like, believable in in my mind.
1: Yeah, he's yeah, he's too old to be playing the. It's very weird. Well, I know that ver- the other two
0: do not actively wrestle, but John Cena was just on the most recent episode of Friday Night SmackDown wrestling the champion. So <laughs> you can't see me.
2: That's right. I like Dave Bautista, and I like oh, the too. movies that I've seen him in. I just feel that John Cena has the a little bit more of it,
1: whatever it is, and chops range.
2: Yeah, I, I think he's. I think it's going to be interesting to see his his arc of doing these kind of movies to to doing like a serious movie.
0: Um, oh, Academy Award winner John Cena
2: two two kids films you know like the but but in such a quick arc it'll be a quick parabola if you will uh oh yeah
0: i mean where, he's great in ferdinand as the voice of ferdinand
2: mm, he really does it all yeah i think he's i think he's great and, and he's fun i when i see that he's in a movie i think it heightens it a little bit for me knowing that i'm gonna see him at some point and i'm curious to see how fun it is right on yeah oh yeah So John Cena, I love you, man.
0: Hell yeah. Oh, real quick before we go. Have any of you seen the trailer for a Nicolas Cage Western movie called The Old Way?
1: No. I'm
0: intrigued. Oh, please look it up. We'll talk about it another time. But it looks like a really good, like, Nick Cage western.
2: Um, I'm going to do it the whole way. All right. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Well, I don't
0: know. I watched the trailer, and I'm still unsure if the mustached Nicholas Cage and the unmustached Nicholas Cage are two different guys or if they're the same guy. But either way, if they're the same guy, whatever. But if they're two different guys, <laughs> both played by Nicholas Cage, I'm so fucking in.
2: I have a... Hell yeah. I have a suspicion that it's the same Nicolas Cage. Okay. But who knows, right? Because it looks like something happens to him and then he grows a mustache and goes killing people like a Ronin, Western Ronin. Mm. And then, oh, I stand corrected. I wonder if they're twins separated at birth or something.
0: Cool. All right. I'm fucking in. This is like face off part two.
1: Yes, could be. Speaking of sequels that you're excited for, Night Court comes out next Friday.
2: Right, but dude, Harry's dead. Wait, 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 wait. What? What are you talking about? Night Court. There's There's a
1: new uh, Night Court
2: reboot. Ah
1: yeah and it's a it's a continuation it's not even a reboot John is Larket the
2: head is still in it
1: John, John Larket. Larket.
2: oh my god
0: Did they get richard maul back as
2: bull i think so oh my goodness i loved that show you know who could show up on it brent spiner he's alive
1: yeah, yeah. dude
2: the rednecks uh i forget their name you know though
1: yeah i know what you're talking about yeah I'm so excited. I can't wait.
2: <laughs> oh, the
0: cast list does not show Bull.
1: No. It
0: does show Dan Fielding by uh, John Larroquette. Where's Marky Post?
1: She's still alive. Uh, I think they said in promo interviews recently that, like, almost everybody who's still alive is on for cameos. Cool.
0: Heck so yeah. I don't know
1: if any of them will be regulars, but I think they'll show up or be out to lunch with Larroquette or at the diner with him or whatever, you know?
2: Well, maybe John Larroquette could... Email us, let us know.
0: And he could do How that. How would he do that, Mitch? Well, he could go to his computer and type in www.google.com backslash, <laughs> uh, and then click his the, the three dots in a row, pull up his <laughs> Gmail, and he should write a letter electronically to broadcastgeeks at gmail.com, or he could just go on Facebook and find our Facebook fan page. we post episodes on there all the time and sometimes we post news and, and trailers and whatnot. Um, there's something funky with when they just updated their pages. so like I can't share things from other pages, which is fucked and beyond the point doesn't matter. And they can find us on our Twitter at broadcast geeks or on Instagram broadcast underscore geeks. You can subscribe and like and rate the podcast. Give us some five stars if you're enjoying it. Uh, Leave a comment. That also helps a lot. Um, You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Spotify, or Google Podcasts. We do have a Reddit page, r slash Broadcast Geeks. Nothing much happens there. Just digital tumbleweeds, man. That's all that happens. But uh, maybe one day we'll utilize that and and we'll have fans that want to post on it. Um, I don't know. I I I I got excited. I didn't know it wasn't fucking cool to make your own Reddit page. So, <laughs> You're fine, whatever, man. whatever. I'm just it's saying I'm a fan like. of this show, so I feel like everyone should be a fan of this show. Um, but I, I, if if nothing else, they can come back and listen to us again on another episode of Broadcast Geeks. And until then, we leave them with our signature sign-off line.
1: That's hey. that's Zell,